all these men are the same. Does he even all see me? Like, literally. Ever find a man? I'm friend zoned over I here, swear. but I'm supposed to be your wife. Misconception about me is to discover areas of myself without another person's influence. Being single is honestly fun. What's wrong with me? I'm thriving. My time to shine. I can't believe that I'm finally single. Last episode with prayer. And I'm really excited to kind of talk to you guys about why we fear. And even why we should fear not. So um, you know, I'm here today with, with... <laughs> the one and the only, your favorite Americanized Nigerian. It is Osaje. Grace to you guys. <laughs> Amen. Okay. That is so cool. Every single time, I never gets old. I'm so serious. So I kind of wanted to, um, Osaje, if you want to open us up with prayer and then we could just kind of get started. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I'll close this out. Father, I want to say thank you so much for your loving kindness. Thank you for the beauty you bestowed upon us once again. Thank you so much for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for his resurrection. Daddy, I pray that if there be anything, Lord God, that will hinder us from hearing your heart, that in the name of Jesus, those things be removed. If we've offended you in any way, Lord God, whether we know of it or we don't know of it, Father, we ask for forgiveness. And we apply the blood of the Lamb, Lord God. And we thank you that the blood speaks on our behalf, Father. And in this area of fear, Lord God, thank you that your perfect love, it is at work within us. And it is a resting fear in every compartment of our life. And you are teaching us how to walk in love and walk in your boldness and walk in wholeness by the power of your Holy Spirit. Daddy, our hearts are open to you. Our ears are open to you. Use us to the praise and glory of your name. Protection and grace upon all hearers. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for their families. Thank you for all their concerns and their hopes because you are concerned and you care about it. Thank you, my King. In the mighty name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. 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 Wow. So good. Okay, guys, we're going to get right into it. Um, fear. And I have an exercise that I was, um, that literally just came to my mind, literally right now. I would love mm-hmm. for you guys to get a pen um, and a pencil and a piece of paper. If you're driving, don't do any of those things. Just have at least one thought in your brain about um, just what, in what ways have you thought that you have feared in relationships or are currently fearing in relationships? Be honest with yourself. Nobody's looking at your, hopefully nobody's looking at your paper. Um, <laughs> but be honest and don't think of this as like an interview. Literally think of this as a time with you and God and as if he tonight is going to come look at your paper and deliver you from each and everything that you put on this paper. Um, so just do that as we go um, and take notes. I want to always encourage you guys to take notes, especially of the scriptures. You can always go back and listen to what we say. You can always go back and listen to the scriptures too, but you should definitely take notes of the scriptures and go back and read them for yourself, add them to your study time and allow the Lord to kind of speak to you in regards to what he has to say to you. We have stuff to say too, the Lord's speaking here, but 
you know, you are the vitamin and there is so much more that you need outside of this vitamin. But we thank God for being here. So, Osage, I was, I was going to kind of start off with you. Um, why do people fear in relationships? Man, well, you know, once upon a time, you know, no, let me stop playing around. But, um, <laughs> you know, this whole thing about fear, you know, I, I, I really do, let me say this, I do encourage um, each person to um, take time to listen to the, uh, the previous podcast uh, as we, we, we shared and we prayed. And I, if, for those who did, for those who did, you know, I pointed out something in regards to Adam and Eve and how yet we find ourselves in those same behaviors in regards to fear and what fear brings about. You know, there's no blanket statement in regards to why, you know, we fear in relationships. And I say that because everyone's journey is different. You know, fear can stem, uh, fear does stem, you know, from various sources. Uh, us human beings, we, we are quite, quite complex, quite complex. So I, I, I don't feel I have a blanket statement as to why, you know, that takes place. Now, of course, I could make the blanket statement of saying it is because we are fallen. That's first and foremost. That Now, that's a blanket statement i don't care who what where why you know that's just the reality of it um adam and eve indeed you know they made a very 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 oh my goodness i mean look at the devastation my god you know due 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 to the rebellion and of course i i indeed uh let me inject this in the romans chapter five uh, in regards to the woman, how she was deceived, um, Adam jumped into that joker, full-fledged, eyes wide open, you know. Uh, so point being is, uh, of course, we acknowledge that. And because of that, indeed, we're going to operate in fear now due to our fallen nature. Mm. Outside of that, again, I can't just say, oh, well, this is the reason that's why for every single person, because for every single person, again, different journeys in the walk of life. For mm -hmm. one person, them experiencing fear in a relationship, it can be based upon, uh, uh, many of you guys have heard about the attachment theory. Oh, you yeah. Know, some, you know, something that's been around for a very long time is gaining popularity in the midst of people becoming more aware uh, in regards of mental health. You know, we have that component over there. We have the component in regards of, uh, and, and this can fit into the attachment theory also, but we have the component in regards of trauma, you know, persons experiencing things, not just within the adolescent years, uh, but it could be um, prenatal. Uh, there is a, There are many studies regarding that prenatal, prenatal trauma. Uh, we have that, that we have, of course, within adulthood of persons experiencing trauma and therefore they operate in fear, you know? The, that, I mean, there's 
there's so many stories. Then you have the spiritual aspect of it, that literally it is it is a demonic spirit that has encased these individuals as they're functioning in their relationships, uh, whether it's as the scriptures uh, reveal to us them being demonized, right? Uh, or if it's just the arrows, arrows of fear, because we know that the enemy does throw fiery darts at us, you know, and it's like, wow, okay, yeah, there's not yeah. a, there's not an evil spirit dwelling within my soul, but he's, he's attacking me. He's, he's whispering things to me, throwing things at me, you know, whether they exist or they don't exist. And when I say whether they, whether they exist or they don't exist, you know, there are times in a relationship that we are seeing um, something unhealthy take place and it's unhealthy and we see it and it's affecting us emotionally. And it, of course, as a human being, we have a sense of fear and then the enemy will cause us to focus in on that thing. And it's really, it really is there. And he doesn't want us to handle it in a healthy way. Then we could find ourselves in a relationship and the enemy is making these uh, irrational, uh, like nonsensical, like just dropping things and, and, and accusations, whether concerning ourselves or the other person, and it's non-existent. And 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 here we we find ourselves running running around like like a chicken with his head cut off, and it's non-existent, but it, it has so gripped us, and now we're fearing that it can come about, and, and we're fearing that we're behaving as this or what have you, and now it's affecting not only us but the other person that, of course, that we're in a relationship with. Yeah. So there's various reasons as to why we, we find ourselves in fear. I give the blanket reason, reason which, which I really believe, again, no matter who you are, or whether you're a believer or non-believer, because we're in our fallen nature. And then being in a fallen nature, we're going to experience fear. Mm-hmm. And I do understand um, in regards of now, because we have that component, you know, we have the fight or flight or freeze that takes place. And, I, 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 and I'll, I'll end with this right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am one who believes that the fear we experience now as human beings that the fight, flight, or freeze mm-hmm. that all that took place was there, were, there was a twisting of that which was placed within us it is the fear of Yah mm. because we are to fear Powerful. we are to have a reverence Mm-hmm. A reverence is a fear, a reverence towards the most high. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. Wow. That is something right there that the scriptures teach us. You know, um, some people, they twist it. So like, you have to fear God. And, da, 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 and, it's, and it's like, you know what? I, I follow what you're saying. And it's true. Um, Jesus came. So we uh, now have connection with you know, uh, God the Father. Yes, indeed. And, and and because of his sacrifice, we no longer have to have this sense of fear of like, oh, he's coming. He's going to just be my judge and send me to hell. It's like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't need to fear him in that component. 
yet I do need to fear him and reverence him. I do need to be afraid because the text says, do not fear the one that can, you know, just excuse me, destroy the body, but fear the one that can destroy your soul and your body. So okay. this is a component as believers and the, the, the world will say what the world wants to say. The world will seek to lure us away from the text. And, and so if, if your God will send someone to hell, I don't want to serve that God. Well, you know what? You're going to find yourself in hell. Because God is not going to be intimidated by a mere mortal. Hmm. The scripture says that even demons, wicked spirits, they fear, they tremble. But they bamboozled you, the unbeliever, to believe a lie whereby you now feel that you are God unto yourself. So may God have mercy on them. Yet, if they choose to remain as such, then of course they will face that final judgment. Now, for those of us who are believers, we are in need of fearing the Most High, knowing that he is a holy God, reverencing him, that we reverence him, not out of a place of unhealthy fear of, oh, my goodness, he's waiting to slam down on my head. That's unhealthy fear. But mm -hmm. of a reverence that says, wow, he is holy, he's worthy, and look at what he did for me. He sent Yeshua. He said he came. He came for yeah. me and he died and he resurrected physically for me and I was on his mind. And therefore, what more can I do but honor him and be practical with my honoring of him, with my holy fear, my reverence unto him, which therefore now impacts the way that I choose to live by his Holy Spirit. Deep, yeah. Okay, so... I believe the fallen nature just twisted that which was placed within us. And now we have these unhealthy fear patterns. Mm. So, 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 so real. I'm going to go back to something you said. You said, and I want to make sure I'm understanding correctly. We, one of the reasons that you, that you talked about, we have fear in that way like it's a, the fear that we that we're referring to is it is because of our fallen nature and mm -hmm. it's a twisted version of the fear of god whereas the fear of god has more to do with reverence and honor and respect and love this fear is evil and not sent from god mm -hmm. but as a result from us falling yes and you also said that wicked spirits i thought this was so impactful Wicked spirits themselves fear God. And so mm -hmm. the the question that I have is why shouldn't we? But yeah, that was actually that was really, really good. Um I have a few points that kind of really you summed it up really, really well, actually. But I have a few points um why I think people fear. And the base of it is exactly what Osage said. Fear entered into this world because of our fallen nature fear was actually one of the, the the first things that was introduced after um eve was deceived mm -hmm. yeah deception was first fear was after and um that's just crazy but deception was yeah. one of those and fear was yeah. after um Word. pride was before deception Word. but um i have a couple things here I have some scriptures I want to share with you guys as well. 
Um, one of them is your past experience in your dating life. So if you um if you experience certain depending on what you experienced, if it wasn't pleasant, if it wasn't the love of God, you know, perfect love casts out all fear. So if it wasn't the love of God, then it had some damage. Like, you know what I mean? And that damage can sometimes cause you to fear um what's coming, what's to come, or you, you kind of try to avoid that really you're avoiding the healing process um mm -hmm. but the lord tells us like i thought this scripture was so i don't know if we can go into it now but i want you guys to really meditate on it. if we go into it then we go into it we just gonna let the holy spirit rock at this point we, like he has to rock um everybody knows the scripture for the most part if you don't it's joshua one and nine and it starts off by saying have i not commanded you question mark and I think that that's so interesting. He says, he ta he's talking to somebody here and he's basically, a few times he told this person, like, don't be afraid, be strong and courageous. I'm, I'm, it says, let me just read the whole thing. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And that's not the first time that he said that. He says that again. Um, and in my mind, I'm like, God can command something. But when it comes to people's emotions, one thing I've realized is we have to really lean into him because yeah. at this point he's saying, have I not commanded you? So he already sent out the command yet. This mm. person is still in fear. Come on. And to be quite honest with you guys, I'm sitting with that myself, but I thought that that was so interesting. Like we really were created in his image. And so we have emotions, you know what I mean? But we have to lean into Abba. We really have to learn how to lean into Abba um, with our past experiences so that we can heal and that we don't act out of fear. And that leads into my next point. Well, let me go back for a second. Just know that the Lord is saying to you, if you if you are in fear that uh, for any reason in, in the area of dating, um, first of all, dating is for marriage. Um, so if you are not ready to be married, if, don't even do it. Just have friends and that's it and set those friendship boundaries. That's just my my personal prerogative. Um, but don't 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 be fearful. And 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 I want you to just hear the Lord saying this to you through scripture, not through me, but just hear God saying, Have I not commanded you? He already commanded you to be strong and courageous. It takes it takes a lot of courage not to be fearful. It takes a yeah. lot of courage to be strong. It takes a lot of courage to be courageous. It takes a lot of courage to be all those things. But God has commanded you to do those things. And so there's a level of, it goes back to, I think, what Osaja was talking about, that reverence and honor and respect. Like, oh, I can't, I, I'm just going to make it plain. Like, you know, um, when you fear your parents in that way, like different from getting like a whooping or something, when you fear your parents in that way, some, or or um, you you love and honor and respect uh, your sister, not in the same way you do God, but you know, you got, you get, just walk with me, please. I'm not, I have to talk the way, I just got to let it go. You, there's something that come, like there's something in you whether you're, for example, um, yeah, there's something that comes in you that makes you, okay, I'm scared, but I'm still going to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, even with friends, like I'm scared, but I'm still going to do it. We have to have this 
we have to have this when it comes to God. I think sometimes we get passive aggressive or very passive when it comes to God because he can, he can fight our battles, but right here, he's literally saying, have I not commanded you? So he's already sent out the command. All you got to do is walk in it. Amen. So I want you to be strong and courageous like God has called you to be and do not be afraid or discouraged. Ooh, that's a deep one. Mm. All these different, all these things. Do not be discouraged for the Lord will be with you wherever you go. So I just want to leave you with that. If anybody's experiencing Oh, if it is your time to, to date because you, your time for marriage is soon, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Do not be. The past is the past. Tomorrow has a job and it's to worry about itself. Your job is to have faith, to trust God. And whenever he commands you to move, to do that. And Amen. do an excellent. Amen. Um, yeah. So the other thing that I have here is I think sometimes people fear. um because of the unknown i think sometimes people have no idea well i know that i've had um second um i know that i have had fear of the unknown well god this this can show up as like well god what if what if what if what if what if what if all these what ifs and I really want to encourage you to, even though you can, this is one thing that I learned by actually living the Bible and reading the Bible. It's really easy mm. to preach. It's really hard to, if you actually read, you realize that a lot of people carried, the chosen ones themselves carried a lot of these traits. Chosen ones were actually afraid. Some of them, some of them, everybody had different struggles, but you will see that the father of faith sometimes lacked faith. Yeah, he's the father of faith. Or he had, like, everybody starts somewhere. So don't literally just keep trying. Um, the unknown. I really think that the unknown causes fear. And because it's the unknown, I think there's another added layer to fear of the unknown. And it's like this layer of, okay, so it's fear of the unknown. Like, oh, I don't know. This can show up as what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. Um, and then there's another layer where because this is in the future, people, and I have done this, but people um, act like you you're um, you move out of alignment with God's timing. Like because you can do something about it right here, right now, or you feel like you can, you literally will start putting your hands in things. Literally start putting your hands in things and just doing all the extra that you really Ooh, don't most. do. Um, and yeah, that really just comes from fear of the unknown. And I have a scripture for that as well. It's Psalms. I have a lot of Psalms scripture, y'all. And I, first cool. of all, I did a post the other day and I was, I was, I don't know why, but I was just so curious. I was like, Lord, I wonder what David's favorite song was. David, I, honestly, guys, David is like one of my favorite Bible characters. I just have to say it because he... <laughs> First of all, he had a lot of, I, I don't know if he was a rapper on the low or a poet or what, like, I know, I know he was doing poetry and some songs up in there, but I just felt like he was, he was like the Christian creative that God said, interesting, I'm going to make you a king, um, shepherd's boy. Like, I felt like he, God really just did a number on David and I friggin' love his story. Um, but Psalm 56, uh, 34 
um, says, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God, I trust and I am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? This goes back to the mortals thing that Osage was talking about. But what is there to fear? The future hasn't happened yet. I, and I, and I, I empathize with you people in this area so, 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 so much because I have been there like 100%. Whenever you actually care about something um, and maybe you haven't fully surrendered that area to God yet, the evidence of you fully not surrendering that thing to God yet is the fact that you're like, what if, what if? That's your answer right there. You really don't have to go much farther than that. When you keep what ifing mm. stuff after you already prayed about it, maybe fasted about it, there's a lack of trust there. That's a highlight indicator that there's a lack of trust. There's actually no more that needs to be said about that, to be honest. But, um, yeah, it, it causes it causes you to fear. But there, but it, there's no need to fear. And I Man. love how David David does a good job of encouraging himself where he's at. Excuse me. Bless you. He's Thank very, you. very, very aware. Um, in this season that he's in, the he's got enemies. But since we're talking about talking about dating, um, fear of the unknown. You can be very, very aware that um, my my prophetess says this. Um, she said, you think you have arrived because you have all the women in your DMs now. You think you have arrived because you have all the men in your DMs now. Little do you know your husband is around the corner. Little do you know your wife is around the corner. And I, I remember sitting in that pew like, bruh. <laughs> actually, people really be thinking they have arrived. Little do you know your marriage is under attack before it actually even meets you. Hey, that's a whole nother thing for another day. But these, the, basically, I love how David just goes to prayer. This is a prayer. I think that's what's so unique about this. Is This is a prayer. This is an encouragement that he's giving himself because he needs it. It's simply because he needs it. Mm. It's like reinforcing God's character in his life. Amen. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. This is, thank you, Holy Spirit. This is instruction for the person who's what if, what if, what if, and then is trying to put your hands in things because you can, because it's future oriented, right? This is the prayer that you need to pray. At least one of them. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. This is, this is Holy Spirit instruction. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise. In God, I trust. And I am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? And so you can think about it this way. Put your trust in God. Give him praise for what he's already done, which is casting out the fear. And de-block in every situation that's not for you. He will literally de-block. If you allow him, I have seen it with my own two eyes. Sometimes I was happy about it. Sometimes I was like, wait. Are you sure? I will literally have prayed a prayer and then later on something will happen and I'm like, all right, Lord, well, I don't know if I actually meant to pray that prayer that soon. You, you think I to, maybe I needed to have a little bit more conversation or try to figure done. Done. Wow. We, yeah, I, it was we the worst. And that has happened a few times. And I'm just like Yeah. Anyway. Um, he will literally just do those things. He says, and then he also said, I'm not afraid. He went there and he said, I'm not afraid. Um, because what can Bill Mortis do to me? What can this, what can um, 
I'm trying to think about it in the realms of dating. What can this heartbreak do do to me that God? What what can what can actually happen that God cannot fix? Or what can? Is this oh, sorry. What can um what can this heartbreak do that God cannot fix? Or just nothing, 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 nothing compares to the power of God. And so what can, thank you, Holy Spirit, what can this loneliness, what does this loneliness have on my God? What does it have on Jesus? Absolutely nothing. But the, the key is that we need to really take the time to allow God to, I always talk about my Mary J. Blige moment, because that is the best way I could tell you that I know I needed deliverance. When I was literally looking in the mirror, wanting to rip my hair. I don't even think I was wearing a wig at the time. I wanted to rip yeah. my hair out. Crying, looking at myself like a crazy person. Literally like, it was so weird. It was so like, it wasn't weird. It was real. It was so real. Mm. And you just got to surrender. Amen. What did that have on my God? Absolutely nothing. Because I experienced wholeness and healing. Wow. Amen. Amen. And I have one more. That This one's probably my favorite one. Um, Not my favorite fear, but my favorite solution to that. What we've been told. I think there's a group of singles who are single. You literally think you're a eunuch, but you're not. And it's actually that, like you and you're not the thing is you could just stop lying to your friends now stop capping with the oh you know i'm just focused on my single season some people are truly focused on their single season and that's where they need to be to god be the glory those of you guys who continue to cap literally stop capping you can be as on like just be honest before the lord like listen dad i'm telling you right now i don't know i'm talking to these people so the people who are cool smooth this ain't you cool send it to the person that you know needs this but yeah that the that you're not supposed to be a eunuch bruh you're not supposed to be a eunuch sis um oh. and there's your this is just the, your sign right there like and stop saying that because we have there, there's power in in our tongue and we know that at least if you know about eunuchs and you read your word then you know there's power and death in your tongue and really you're not lying to your friend or yourself, you're not lying to anybody. You're just delaying yourself. How are you going to pray against delay and then be the reason why you're in delay? It just doesn't make sense. Um, so what I would do is literally just submit yourself to the Lord. Like, think about, some people are really meant to be eunuchs now. And the Lord talks about eunuchs. Um, but yeah, if it's what you've been told that has been creating fear. I know people who are in relationships. And this was a tough one too, you know. Um remember I was in a relationship and um I just had so many people in my ear regarding this specific person and I'm like hey like I need to I need to hear from the Holy Spirit it was hard to hear from God because I kept I was getting intel from so many different people um this that also falls in the same category what we've been told creates hesitancy and delay sometimes mm, and I'm that's talking good that's good people. I'm not talking to the people that this doesn't apply to. So don't say, well, what about, I'm obviously not talking about them. Clearly I'm talking to the people that hesitancy and delay because that are, that's rooted in fear in their dating life. So the scripture that I have for that is Psalms 23 and four. 
Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. Ah, I'm such, the way the Lord speaks to me is through picture. And I'm like, Lord, what's the difference between a rod and a staff? So talk to me, please. And he was just, he was explaining to me. He said, sheep are like children who are like wives who are my royal priesthood. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? I think he began to try to tell me like, these, these are things, these are who, this is who I call, this is, these are, this is what I'm coming back for. But in addition to that, he began to tell me that um, a rod is something, is representatory of, a, of authority, power, discipline, and defense for the sheep. Mm. And a staff is there to guide and direct them. They have two different purposes. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And so if the word is saying, I will fear, I will fear no evil, your rod and staff, they comfort me. David is sitting here letting us know his authority, power, discipline, and defense for him, how God will go to bat for him and how God guides him and will direct him and redirect him, comfort him. And so I want you to find comfort in that, that you serve a God that has a rod and a staff and you are a sheep. He has a rod and a staff. Like if you went in the wrong direction, he's going to redirect you. He's Amen. literally going to redirect you. This, that's when that 99, leave the 99 for the one comes back in. That's what the staff is for. His sheep, Amen. his sheep, his sheep, his, his people who are set apart. Anyway, and the lost, so it can be found. Um, yeah, I thought that was so interesting, guys. How David was just comforted, and how he um, and in order for him to be comforted, he was scared. Mm. You can't experience comfort. Some stuff you just can't experience without the other. Like we wouldn't even know what comfort is if we didn't have fear. You know mm. what I mean? Mind you, this is the same David that just said, or that said after. Wait, what? What was what scripture was this? This is 34. He said this. He said, I'm going to read it out loud. Psalms 34, 4 through 8. I, oh, no, no, no. No, not that one. Wait, is that one? No. Psalms 23, 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. Mind you, the same man, poems, bars, stanzas verse whatever after said when i'm afraid i put my trust in you in god whose word i praise in god who's who i trust and who i'm not afraid um what does it say my chicken scratch what can mere mortals do to me so he had this confidence in god but in order to be comforted he's talking about some you're your rotting your staff comfort me he was afraid at some point and so i just want right. to encourage you guys just let you know that literally I don't know. I just, I know what I read. I know what I feel. And I know that when it comes to dating, when it comes to anything that has to do with God and his people, feel if you, I want to pray for fear to go. I want fear to be completely gone from your life, but I don't want that to hold you back from doing what God is asking you to do in the season in regards to dating. Like if this is your season to go out there, my brother, you need to go like stop don't you're at this point it's not even about fear it's literally you're being disobedient it's actually not good it's not pleasing it's not good you just have to stop um 
and fear is a hindrance. It's, it's a straight hindrance and it's a gateway. Like going back to what Osage said at the very beginning when um, we fell after, after, so pride came, deception came, boom, fear came. Then God is asking, where are you? And then hiding comes. And it's just a gateway to so many different things. Yes. We don't need this in our dating life. And all these gateways, mind you, you got all these gateways open and you meet with somebody else who got all these gateways open, soul tying it up. It's like, ah, ain't nobody have time for that. Ain't nobody Um, got time for it. Yeah, just be confident. I want everybody to to know their identity. I think that's going to be one of the next ones that we talk about, actually, but... I want you to know your identity in Christ. I want you to be confident when God tells you, hey, it's your, it's your time to step on the dating scene um, because I have a person for you. Who I'm gonna, I want you to trust me. I want you to know that offenses will come. I want you to know that because your marriage is going to be glorious, maybe Leviathan might, the spirit of Leviathan might try to come. But I want you to know that I have overcame those things. And so because you are in me, you me. have overcame those things. And if that is even trying to come near you, there must be glory there. I want you to like start thinking about the fact that um, you are preferred and there's glory there. And so wherever there's glory, God is. And so that means that you are literally fighting from a place of victory. Always think about that. Always, always think about that. Whenever fear tries to come, just know I'm fighting from a place of victory because it's the Bible is going to come. It's going to come. But you're an overcomer in Christ Jesus so um yeah so my tip is whenever you're afraid seek him each one of these scriptures have to do with seeking God or somebody hearing from God have I not commanded you God saying to someone that means that somebody had to be in enough relationship with God to hear God say have I not commanded you be strong and courageous you can't, it's really hard to hear from God when you're not in relationship with him or when you're not in, in, in the season in which he's talking to you in that particular way. Yeah. So I want you guys, whenever you're experiencing fear, um, to really, really, really just take a beat. If you're single as a Pringle, you're not dating anybody, take a beat. Take a beat. Um, seek the Lord. And really, really, really seek him. Like, everybody gets sick and tired of me saying this, but I could really, I couldn't, I, it doesn't matter. Fast, pray, read the word. Open the Bible and don't just, actually don't just read the word. Pray before you read the Bible. Say, Lord, I really want you to reveal something to me. Reveal what your purpose is for me. Reveal, reveal to me, even ask him about your dating life. Reveal to me, Lord something about my, my, my future spouse revealed to me, Lord, um, what, what they need, to, what they need prayer for right now. Um, oh, there's so many things you guys can do. There's so many things we can do, yes. but seek him. These scriptures are a result of people who had a relationship with God. And I think that's the commonality. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I think that's the commonality that I'm seeing in each one of these scriptures was that each person had a relationship with God. Were they perfect? No. Joshua 1 9, somebody was clearly afraid. David was in and out. And yeah. So the last scripture I have with that is I sought my chicken scratch is really chicken scratch, y'all. <laughs> Psalm 34, 4 through 8. I sought the Lord and he assured me. He delivered me from all my fears. That's a promise. Mm. He delivered me from all my fears. Those 
who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered in shame. Okay, I gotta say this last thing before I end. I know we're supposed to end already, but I gotta say this last thing before I end. I always tell people this. People come to me all the time, like with their um, with things that I've ex what that I've experienced. Um, well, if I do this, then will he still stay? Or if I do this, will that piss him off? Will he leave? Or if I do this, and if I do this, anxious. Um, going back to what Osage said, I was definitely an anxious attached attached girl. And so the Lord continues to send me anxious, attached women. Um, and I so get it. And when you're anxiously attached really to anything, even the Lord, um, you need to be securely attached. Your, your attachment style with the Lord has everything to do with how you relate to others. But yeah. um, he sends me women like that all the time. And it always boils down to, I, my answer is, have you seek the Lord? My answer is always, have you seen God? Have, what does God have to say about it? I don't know, is always the answer. Almost always the answer. And that's because you're trying to seek God and you're focused on other things at the same time. You're trying to seek God and you're worried about an outcome at the same time. You're trying to seek God, but they they don't coexist. Like, I want I want you guys, I want you to practice. If that's you, um, I get it. And I want you to practice. I get it, but I love you enough not to allow you to sit there or to trauma bond with you in that way um and neither should your friends want to push you to to, to the, the prince of peace and the prince of peace would tell you maybe in a different way he would just tell you to seek him you're, you're you're seeking two things you're seeking an outcome and you're seeking him you're trying to figure out what's going on and then you're seeking him at the same time don't don't do that hmm. literally just let abba be abba Amen. seek him and breathe in and breathe out and trust that without your hands it is well and you don't lose sleep being a good christian a good one one that's that he's coming back for the the church the the, the bride that he's coming back for uh, anxious attached girls sometimes um, i don't know why i'm on this but anxious attached girls sometimes they're like oh i don't want to do that all that and then he just leave girl sis bro if you're anxious mm. i want to do that all that and then she just leaves so i'm gonna just listen just follow what the word says all that nonsense that you got to talk out of your mouth is literally just nonsense the lord says don't withhold good from those who you know what i'm saying just just be who got just be like if somebody does you dirty and you're you're walking in the will of the father you're treating them the way that god intended you to treat them okay what is it what is it to you you don't, you don't really, you don't lose in that category. And it's, and when you think of relationships, try not to think about it as a win or a lose, unless it's a soul, literally, unless it's a soul there, that's, that's really it. Um, and whenever you start to think that way, whenever you start to think, well, those, those, that's really a scarcity mindset actually. But whenever you start to think of those things, um, meditate on these scriptures, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Your staff and rod comfort me. So even Amen. though you might get played or you just got played, his rod, his authority, power, discipline, and defense for you and his guidance and his redirection for you, they should comfort you. It is well. It is, it is well. well. Actually, it's great. 
So that was wonderful. That was good. That's good, Amber. Good stuff. That's really all I have to say. And I got some homework for you guys. Read about sheep. Do some do some research on sheep um, and children. I'm going to do this as well. Sheep, children, and wives. What do all three of those have in common? Sheep, children, wives, and royal priesthoods. What do all three of those have in common? And that, I believe, is going to... I don't know. I'm going to do the study. That was truly Holy Spirit. I'm going to do the study myself. Um... And I, I could feel it in my, in every bone in my body right now that that, that is literally going to deliver somebody from fear. Amen. So. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I think that's all that I had to say. Osaji, what about you? Yo, you already know I got a mouthful, but I'll just <laughs> say this. I'll just say this over here. Everything that she shared with you guys, um, very sound, very, you know, in doctrine, scriptural. And I encourage you all once again, you know, listen to the previous podcast. You know, you, you, you wrote a list in regards of the things that you feel. Uh, that was an assignment that was placed the last time. And hopefully you did it. And if not, you did it on this round. And if not, do please do it for your own benefit and bring it before the most high in prayer. Let's keep in mind, uh, prayer is not a magic wand. Prayer paves the way to enable you to be practical in walking in freedom. Did you, did, did you follow that? Prayer paves the way to enable you to be practical in walking in freedom. So again, we are not saying to you that you never experience the human emotion of fear what we are saying to you is greater seeing you than he that's in the world we are saying that the most high is greater than the fear and he will literally teach you how to walk in his love because perfect love does what it destroys annihilates fear and he and he will teach you how to operate um, in this realm and specifically as we're speaking about dating and in addition, um, look up the fear of the Lord, because in the fear of the Lord is going to assist you in dating. Reverencing God produces wisdom. It produces knowledge. There's an abundance of good, of blessings that come about when you fear the Lord. So if I enter a relationship and I'm walking in the fear of the Lord, I have access to wisdom on how to function in that relationship. I have access to his knowledge on how to function in that relationship have access you follow what i'm saying so an abundance abundance of things that come from the heart of abba for you and for the other individual so take heed uh it is always wonderful being able to be a part of this podcast and being able to share i i know i get goofy at times in the beginning nonetheless um, <laughs> just just you know just be willing to look into what we're saying all right uh, as we always say be as the bereans for your own spiritual well-being so thank you once again amber grace to you all i know it's time to yes. sign off amen i want to pray um yeah i want to pray and then we're gonna amen. click off guys don't forget to do the homework love you 
Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, for this time that we were able to spend with one another. God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. A thousand tongues would be enough to thank you, God, for the deliverance that has taken place, oh God. Lord, we thank you that you have left the 99 and reached for the one. God, we thank you, oh God, that we are not condemned. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, Lord, but there is freedom, there is liberty. The captives are set free literally mm. set free when yes, we walk in your presence lord when we dwell in your presence lord we are experiencing freedom we are not only free but we are experiencing freedom lord help us to understand and know that your correction is not condemnation yes, it's but your not correction condemnation. is in fact love and keys to freedom tools. Yes, lord. god we thank you we thank you we thank you your correction is love and keys to freedom. It is not condemnation. Your correction is love and keys to freedom. It is not condemnation. Your correction is love and keys to freedom and not condemnation. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for your spirit that lives on the inside of us. God, we thank you that we are being perfected until you come, God. We thank you that we are the five wise um rise oh god would we thank you that you are coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle that means mm -hmm. Lord, that your work your your word actually says that your work will be completed god let your mm -hmm. work be completed in each and every one of us oh lord your word says perfect love cast out all fear so cast it out in the name of jesus cast it out in the name of jesus cast yes, it out in the name of jesus yes. god i thank you i thank you i thank you that we are preferred lord i thank you that we are preserved and i thank you lord that you have set us aside you have yes. called us your children your sheep the bride you're coming back for your church yes, the yes. royal priesthoods oh god lord i thank you that we will learn our worth in this, in this next season we will know we will learn your worth we will know yes. who you have called us to be, oh God. And that itself will cast out fear. Amen. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank, thank you for you, renewing Father. our minds. We thank you for thank preserving you. that. We thank you for setting watchmen around us, prayer warriors, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you. Thank for fighting you, on our behalf. We thank you for your rod and your staff. In Jesus' yes, name, Lord. amen. In Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. All amen. right. Well, oh. we're out. We are out. Grace to you guys. Love y'all. Amen. Keep your heads up. Walk in love and not fear. Yeah, right. <laughs> Later. <laughs>